Donna. Hi, I'm Quentin. And this is Resilient Love. Talkative, others may say, you know, why you always gotta say something That's me. I am a communicator by nature. So when I try to, I guess you say, bring it down or bring it back and not talk about certain things, I get exposed because I hate that a little bit, but it's it's just my truth. I am the person who people know when something's wrong with them because it's written all over my face. So I really can't hide if I'm upset or feel some type of way. You know, I I can do pretty good like 10% of the time, but 90% people catch me. So with me, I have to go ahead and say it. If I don't say it, Q gets an earful. And Q get tired of getting the earful, so I have decided to communicate to the Lord. So sometimes effective communication can be take it to the throne of grace. Take it to the Lord and not your spouse because your spouse really can't do nothing about work-related situations or just your personal thoughts about X, Y, and Z going on in the world. You know, you could go to them and express to them, but there are some situations where you got to just put it in your journal, pray about it, Throw it in a trash can, woo side out, go jog, go listen to your favorite song, whatever that is for you, uh, an effective way of releasing without stressing, right? Releasing, but not stressing. And when your spouse does share something with you, be willing to have a listening ear and also make sure that when you get that encouragement or that that word, that advice, that you use it, not just letting it fly by. And I ain't talking. I'm not throwing shade. No trees are being planted. See, the light, the light <laughs> is on me, too. No shade. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so don't just take the advice or the encouragement for granted. And, right. Um, really listen and That's key. Listen and hold your spouse accountable on how to. I'm I'm very big on. It's no need to continue to bring up an issue without ever bringing up a solution. Right. Because all you're gonna and I know people that do this. All they do is talk about their problems every day. Right. You know that's a short lived life. Reason being. Because it goes back to a phrase that we said a few weeks ago. You are dead before you have died. Basically. You're killing yourself with you negativity every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And that is, that's what causes heart attacks and strokes. So, evidently, it is a killer. It is. And, you know, another factor with effective communication is actually learning your spouse. Because, like he said, you have to listen, but you also have to learn. Because a lot of times, Q might say something, and if I'm not listening, I won't learn that that's a pet peeve. Or I won't learn that that's something he really, really likes. And one little, uh, I guess you could say, type of material that we could suggest to you tonight is the five love languages test. We have taken that test before. Actually, we've taken it twice. And our love languages have changed uh, slightly, not much. But I know that Q is the type of person 
who likes acts of service like if I take care of something or if I do a errand for him or whatever that's showing love to him an act of service and for me I show I feel like my love language is um what he's doing right now touch I do like when we cuddle and hug and things like that and I also like when I have words of affirmation. So, you know, if Q says, like, Bree, I really appreciate what you did, da 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 or I love, you know, what you wearing today. Well, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> See what I'm saying? But that's just for us, what we've learned about each other. But take that test for you and your spouse or, uh, yeah, you or your spouse, and just learn from that. Take those tips from that particular uh, psychologist and, and use those to help build your relationship because he is Mr. Gary. Dr. Gary Chapman is a psychologist as well as a relationship coach, and he is someone who has worked with a lot of different individuals that have helped them to rebuild and grow their marriage and relationships, even family relationships, because there is a family five love language for families as well, and military families, because military life is a life I can't even speak on, but he even did a book for military families, so it's it's a really, really great resource to just help bring about conversation and promote that effective communication. And I don't know, just because here's the here's the truth. Yeah. Um, the truth is, a lot of us may not want to admit it, but especially in African American households, and I'm not saying this is for every black household, right? And I'm not really trying to stick it to a race, but I have to be honest and say that when it comes to a lot of stereotypes and statistics, black households are usually number one on the list for being stereotyped a certain way. And those stereotypes a lot of times are true. Yeah. For example, we have a bad stereotype of having a single parent home. That's it's very true. The numbers yeah. don't lie. Yeah. We have a history of not having effective communication. What we talking about right now. We here's the old phrase and everybody should know this. House business. What happens in this house stays Things in this house. house. And that's a valid statement, mm-hmm. but what that has done, even in the family dynamic, excuse us, we try to readjust. <clears throat> But what that has done in a family dynamic is that it has created a cover. It has created a boundary. And that's good because every family is a boundary. But what I'm saying is if there's a serious problem, it basically puts a mute on the individual to speak on it because the context of the situation happened in the house. And so if I speak on this business, it's like me telling house business, but I'm actually in danger or I'm actually in trouble. So the effective communication has now been severed. It's not effective anymore because you put a limitation on what I can say. Now, granted, nobody should be in the streets, I believe, personally. 
that if you or your spouse have a disagreement, I do believe that that should stay in your household. You know, I do believe you should keep that amongst yourselves. But if your spouse is hurting you, you need to take that outside the house and get some help. You know what I mean? That's where I feel like that line is drawn, right? When somebody's in danger or getting hurt or being abused, that line of leave it in the house, don't say nothing, that line is cut. And you know what I mean? So That's a good way to see it. And here's the difference about being different. We, Me and Brie are very different um, sometimes. And I'm not saying very, very different, but the way we see things are different sometimes. And the way we express things are different so the positive the pro is that you get to see get two sides of it and whoever it might hurt hers might help somebody it it helps that crowd and mine may help the other but either way it's coming together right so the one thing the part i meant and I, i love her point the here's the point i can take from it from just a personal reason is that effective communication typically I'll use the analogy of a plant or a flower a plant or a flower must get sun and water right in order to grow so typically what happens in in typically in black households is that we don't communicate we don't so nevertheless we're saying we're talking about effective communication right but we don't even communicate we don't even know how to communicate so if you don't know how to communicate how can you ever be effective how if you don't even try to communicate how can you ever grow to be effective you can't so it it begins with let's just talk about the elephant in the room that nobody want to talk about this is why we still, and this, this happens in my family. I'm sure it's happening in your family. We have people that haven't talked to each other in 10 years. We we have people that die with a grudge. That's terrible. And I have com- really tried to commit, not try, because I feel like tried is a word. You, you, you don't never get to the Fulfill, yeah. right. So. Made I an effort. Committed. Committed. Okay, I like that. I like. Sorry about that, y'all. We're back. Committed. <laughs> committed to trying to reunite the family. You said trying. Uh, see, I have committed see, to rebuilding the family structure. That, but that's good. You get to see one on one that trained behavior. It's just what it is. Trained behavior, but instead of the poor trained behavior, you have to reverse it, and see. This is how you get. Communication and effective communication. Take the train behavior, the bad train behavior, and turn it into the positive. Yeah, that's it. It's so and simple. your spouse can help you. Yeah, listening and learning and learning. <laughs> so effective communication is short. You all is just basically giving or expressing yourself in a, in a way that can help the other individual be able to grasp what you are trying to convey. And I think what we've noticed through just things we've seen personally and 
even when you look at movies, we look at movies differently. We we like analyze it. We, we break are. it down. Yeah. So typically, what you see when you you see a, a cheating cheating going on in a movie or something, you see that there was a bump in the road, and we never went back and poured the concrete to fill the hole. Right. So we just kept riding over the hole with the bump with the with the pothole. We just and it just got deeper and deeper and deeper till it's too late. Yeah. The road has sinking in and it's too late. You waited too long. If you knew there was a bump in the road, you should have went ahead and began to pour in the concrete. That Come on needed. now. You need to pour in the concrete to keep the foundation so you can ride over. It ain't always going to be smooth. Right. But you know what you got to do. You know what you got to do. You have to keep your foundation. And when he used the analogy pour, all I could think about was pouring like the Holy Spirit, pouring his oil over you. You need that fresh oil in your marriage, in your relationship. You need that fresh anointing. You need God in the midst of your relationship because he is the one that can give you that firm foundation that even when you face the bumps in the road, he's able to give you the the materials or the necessary tools to, as he said, rebuild and fill in and pour out and be able to replace and replenish and rejuvenate and <laughs> anything that can help to grow the marriage or the relationship. We want you all to know, like, and like he said earlier, we're not trying to make this about a particular race, but we are African-American. And we want to be a part of the statistic that black love exists. We want to be a part of the statistic that black families matter. We want to be a part of the statistic that you can effectively communicate that you're upset without making a scene. Because I'm not going to lie to you. In our last podcast, we talked about how we got together. And there was a side of this Brianna that was not so pretty. And I was the loud, rambunctious, you go hear my point person. And that was not effective. And that's why I lost a lot of my battles per se because I literally did not effectively express how I felt I was just yelling and extra but I have learned especially being an educator that the only way to get your point across is to take your time do it right you can do it baby do it tonight so and I'm the opposite I get quiet Hence why effective communication is essential. But I get quiet too. What? I have to get, get his thoughts together. Yeah. Whereas for me, my thoughts could still be down the street, but I'm gonna just <laughs> tell you all of them, so you can know this is how I feel about what happened today, what happened yesterday, what happened, what could happen. <laughs> but I get quiet too. Like I really don't like to come off wrong. Exactly, and I agree with that point too. You know, a lot of times, and I'm guilty of it. Like I just said, I can literally just pop off like, 
And I'm better. What I mean by pop off today is I can say, quit, you know, this this pissed me off. I don't like this. But I got to zone in. Because sometimes I go on my little rampage of what I don't like. But I need to go just straight to the source. Straight to the straight in there. Right there. Go straight in there. And get it right. So, yeah. But we wanted to make sure we came up here tonight to talk about effective communication because one of our two of our viewers talked to us about or gave us the idea topic of effective communication and healthy communication. So definitely want you all to know that healthy and effective communication starts with you. It starts with you making a decision to take your time to get to know the one that you are with and what? <laughs> Okay, can I say this one thing before you close out? What? So, you know... In 90 days, one thing we have learned, we used to, we probably used to laugh at or whatever, but now we know that, you know, not saying that we, like, fight like cats and dogs, but every now and then, you are going to disagree. Right. That's just, that's just the fact. And, but don't disagree... And it, not saying you're arguing, but you know a disagreement could be like, it, it get kind of tense because you passionate about what you're talking about. <laughs> but, you know, get that right before you go, uh, for example, I think when I pass the dollar, get that right before you go into the church. Don't, don't be disagreeing. I know, I know what I said. You know, I ain't trying to be funny. I know, you know, and then going to church like, hallelujah, praise God, saints, how you doing? Don't don't be that person. Don't be that person. Try to go ahead and get that right in the car so when you go into church, you can be open to what the word, what the Lord has for you to say. Be open to receive. So with that being said, we need to get to bed. So <laughs> we're going to catch y'all on the next episode. But... Thank you so much to By Grace Our Perfection LLC and to All Things Deanna Love for your suggestion. I hope that you all enjoyed effective communication and healthy communication with Brianna Baker, Quentin Baker of Resilient Love Podcast. Good night. Good night. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to Resilient Love Podcast. We wanted to take this opportunity to also let you know that you can help us by committing to a monthly fee of $0.99, cent, $2.99, or $9.99. Those contributions that help good. us to keep this movement of resilient love going. Blessings to all listeners and subscribers. Thank you all. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Resilient Love.